0: products. products and i urge you to go ahead and get some food now as prices are going to be doubling and scarcity is going to be happening so please get some food under your roof prepare with kate.com thanks guys
1: the patriot act turning citizens into suspects since 2001 the kate Daly show starts now
0: Morning. America may never be the same and this is why a beautiful Tuesday turned tragic when American Airlines flight 11 crashed into the north tower of the World Trade Center. And that was just the beginning.
1: No, it wasn't in the commercial airline. No, oh, that flight second one wasn't no commercial No, the no, no, no. second one, definitely. The first one I never saw. The second one I saw, it was big, though. It was yeah. big enough. It yeah. was no Cessna. No, no. it was no Cessna. No, no. no no no. Yeah. But it didn't have any markings on it that I saw. No, no I didn't no. see any. The second one, it didn't have to you know like no camouflage or anything. You know, no, no, say no say emblems, no logos. The plane circle around and actually come on to the opposite side of the building and smash into the Trade Center. It was gray, to be honest with you.
2: And the plane wasn't no uh, airline or anything, it was a twin-engine, big gray plane. Mark, were you close enough to be able to see any markings on, on the airplane? Um, it definitely did not look like a commercial plane. I didn't see any windows on the side. Tuesday, 9.47 a.m. Hi, Baby. I'm
0: Baby, you have to
1: listen to me carefully. I'm on a plane that's been hijacked. I'm on the plane. I'm calling from the plane. I want to tell you I love you. Please tell my children that I love them very much. And I'm so sorry, babe. Um, I don't know what to say. There's three guys. They've hijacked the plane. I'm trying to be calm. We're turned around, and I've heard that there's planes that's been been flown into the World Trade Center. I hope to be able to see your face again, baby. I love you. (laughs) I love you.
0: There, welcome, Kate Daly Show, on a Friday. Got a big show for you. Uh, of course, uh, we have some uh, new, new things to talk about about 9/11. And since we're on the anniversary of that, uh, I can't think of a better person to bring on today than Rebecca Roth. She has written uh, many books on the subject. She was a flight attendant, so. We'll be talking to her in the next two hours of the show, and she's got some new things. And whenever I talk to her, I just talked to her the other night, a couple hours. <laughs> it's always a couple of hours with Rebecca because she's got so much, um, so much she's looked into. She's a, she, her and I uh, probably, we, we determined that we could go on vacation and never stop talking because we have so much to say about evidence that we find about things. And she has a lot of that. So we're going to talk about that. But before we go there, and of course, open phone lines, you can call up about anything, anything local, anything state, anything about 9-11, how your views might have changed when they did. I'd love to hear from you. Um, because there's so much to it. I mean, we couldn't even do it justice, even in all the shows we've done. I mean, I've probably done about seven or eight shows on 9-11. There's always new, new things coming out. And when they told you, uh, okay, we'll tell you the truth now, it was Saudi Arabia nobody really believed that right I would hope um, and the reason they had to do that was because the families of those that perished uh, wanted the truth and they knew they weren't being told the truth so if your first inkling is um, you know hey you know don't you have to respect the, the the dead you can't talk about 9-11 that's the absolute wrong premise if the families are shouting for truth and know they weren't told the truth, you should want to know what the truth is too, right? The whole you know you can't talk about something because people died. You wouldn't if you if it was your death? Wouldn't you want people to talk about it so they could find out what was true and what wasn't? I would hope so. Anyway, um, so that that argument doesn't jive with me because I'm sorry, it's been over 20 years and. This is, this is a huge moment for people to kind of grasp where our government's at. And there were too many things. So it wasn't like just one or two things were off. Hundreds and hundreds of things didn't add up. And that's why about 60% of the nation does not believe the story. That's, that's amazing. I mean, I, it's, well, it is what it is. They don't believe it. Something in their gut says we're, we're told lies about this narrative. So, and I know there's a, there's like a clinging to want to know, you know, you just, you don't not want to know, but put your head in the sand, you know, you just, well, I don't want to know because then it rocks my world too much. Well, we can't, we can't do that. We can't go by that anymore. Um, So I wanted to um, just play that clip again of, of these guys talking about the plane. Now listen closely because these were, these were people on the ground that day who had a totally different view of what was coming into the tower okay listen to what they have to say because these were buried by the press they wouldn't replay uh, some of these after they caught them on local news they would not replay them here we go
1: No, it wasn't in the commercial airline. No, that second yeah. one wasn't no commercial second one, definitely. The first one I never saw. The second one I saw it was big, though. Big enough. It was no, it was no, Cessna. it was no, it was no
0: commercial no, airplane. No, it was no commercial airplane. But it didn't have any markings on it. No markings.
1: No, no emblems, I see. no logos. No emblems, no <laughs>
0: logos, no nothing. So I just wanted to say, it, there was a bunch of people there agreeing. They were on the ground looking up. It was not a commercial plane. There were no windows. Uh, many said it was gray. Uh, they said this is not a commercial plane. Did not have any markings on it.
1: The plane s- circle around and actually come on to the opposite side of the building and smash into the trade center. It was gray, to be honest with you. No, the,
2: plan, the plane wasn't no uh, airline or anything. It was a twin-engine big gray plane. Mark, were you close enough to be able to see any markings on, on the airplane? Um, it definitely did not look like a commercial plane. I didn't see any windows on the side.
0: All of those comments were buried. And the reason I played C.C. Lyle's, the stewardess, uh, uh, the flight attendant's phone call is because at the end, listen carefully. Here we go. I hope to
1: be able to see your face again, baby. I love you.
0: Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Here we go. Who was whispering? Yeah, he said that was great. It's great. It's great. You did great. I think it was you did great. You did great. Why? Why would you? Why would you say that? Were they standing there with a the script in hand? Did they think they were in a drill? And it was uh, more of a female voice you didn't hear anybody say that there was a f- female terrorist aboard, right? So there's there's so many things like this that were caught way afterwards that if we don't I think that th- th- this is the problem for me if we if we don't start to see or even investigate what was wrong with 9/11 and you're going to have a lot of people that put their hands over theirs, Don't don't I don't want I don't want to know. Um then it's really hard it's hard to see what our government what we're up against. It's hard to see how our government works. And this is why I did the um, flight uh, eight hundred too was because the one that was going to Paris, because all the eyewitnesses on the ground, two hundred accounts, saw bombs going up to get the plane. And the FBI told them, no, you didn't see that. No, you didn't see that. Even accused one gal of drinking. <laughs> She was giving her statement. Uh, No, I know what I saw, right? And so uh, they weren't included in the thing, and and the FBI took over the investigation, and the FBI was in there in the middle of the night switching tags on evidence. And all these people came out to tell people about it, and people wouldn't pay attention because it, well, some did, but because it was uh, not the narrative on TV. So the Building 7, the Pentagon... The lack of um, the most photographed place, the most camered place in the entire world, and and there's no footage, really. Just the one piece of footage they want you to see that's doesn't tell the tale. Um, you've got, uh, there were no plane parts on the ground in Shanksville, even though they told you that was a plane. If you go look at all the other plane crashes, there's definitely a plane There, but not in that case. So they told people, well, there was a lot of fuel on board, so it blew up and incinerated, I guess, on site. It was the only plane in history to ever do that. There's just too many things. You can't just erase all these things. The buildings coming down and looking like a demolition. If you've ever seen a demolition, then it explains 9 11. Um, Because buildings don't fall that way. There was an airplane that crashed into a building. And uh, you guys can go back into the 40s and see that. It didn't blow up. It didn't have a big explosion. It, uh, um, it it didn't look like what we saw. So were there bombs aboard a military plane and that went into the tower? Well, a lot of people think so. Yes, because of the explosion. So there's so much here, right? I could go on and on and on. The the reason that uh, uh, the Pentagon, well the um, air force was was on a drill for for the events of nine eleven. At the same time, 9-11 was actually happening. And they were taken an hour and a half away for this drill. So they wouldn't know what was going on. Because normally, if a plane's flying around in the air with terrorists on it, the Air Force would be up there in a hot minute, flying alongside. But they weren't because they were taken out on a drill. Um, there's, There's so many things. So when you start to unravel that for somebody that still doesn't doesn't know. And so a lot of people, what they did was they said, well, they came out and they did tell us Saudi Arabia. was <laughs> the pro- problem? Um, hmm. Yeah. Um. It, it wasn't Saudi Arabia. I, you know, it, it's a good way to say, well, we'll give you something so you, we can misdirect you again. Um, no, that's just not how it works. And so what was your, when did you figure it out? It took me a long time to figure out 9-11 because it wasn't until I started studying government. It wasn't until I started doing this that I finally realized because I was open to finding out. I mean, I, I didn't even question. I didn't question what the news was saying because you think the news is, you know, it, for a lot of people, they think the news is going to be fairly honest about a big crisis event. But then when you start to look at the PNAC, this agreement um, that Dick Cheney was on and... Um, And Bush and Biden and all the rest that they wrote about needing a Pearl Harbor event and this was a year before 9-11. They put this out. They needed a Pearl Harbor event to redefine uh, the military budget for the next 20 to 30 years on steroids. Money diverted to military so that we could um, yeah most people don't realize that. It calls for a Pearl Harbor like event. Oh we're going to need a Pearl Harbor event. And all the people that were involved with 9/11, um, and I, I, I can give you the authors even, um, Donald Kagan, all kinds of people. Um, as far as the PNAC report, why would they write that? Why would they need that? Why do you need to have a crisis event to build your military and go after a country that, by the way, didn't even have any weapons? Hmm. Yeah. Be right back, Kate Daly Show. <laughs>
1: Lines are open now. Call 888 673 1450. This is the Kate Dally Show. I know the sun and an empty bed. Tracing these lines with you later. Head I'm a mess. My baby's gone. Grab a dirty shirt with a hole in a stain. Never would have let me leave the house this way. But today, my baby's gone. Welcome back, mm-hmm. K-10 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Show. <clears throat> all right,
0: Beehive Rental. <clears throat> you guys are great. Good people over there, and they have great prices. Uh, you can rent anything from a mini mini cat to a um, mini X to a big cat to a, a you name it. They have all kinds of equipment. I mean, everything. For a weekend job, or or you need a big piece of equipment for a bigger job, they're the they're the people to do it. I know there's a lot of rental companies, but these guys are the best. Go to Beehive. Tell them we sent you. Um, they're a great company to work with and their prices are stellar. You're not going to beat them. And, uh, and they're just great. They're great people. They're great to work with. Um, also, uh, garage doors only fantastic company. Just, uh, get your garage door from them. Have them come fix yours. If it needs fixing, um, even if they didn't install it, they'll come fix it. They've got great techs. They're also hiring too. Uh, garage doors only, uh, 435-868-1200, 435-868-1200 and dial the 435. Okay, they're on Bluff Street, and uh, they are the perfect pick. Uh, I would I would definitely go with them, and um, so helpful too. Just great people, and you know, of course, uh, they are uh, sponsoring along with ABC and along with all these uh, these great sponsors of uh, this event. On the 24th, I'll be speaking at So Will Uncle Milty, and, uh, of course, Eric Moutsos and uh, Phil Lyman, Willie Billings um, on election integrity. Uh, so you're not going to want to miss that. That's gone the 24th at Desert Hills High School. Desert Hills High School, 630. I think the doors open at 6. Um, 10 bucks a person, cash. Uh, it's a fundraising event, and it's also uh, about... Election integrity, we need to have a big showing. We need to be able to uh, say, hey, there's there's something wrong here and you better start looking at it. And we as a public demand it. Um, October 1st, uh, there is up in Cedar um, there. I think Defending Utah is maybe putting this on. I think Enoch Moore is speaking from there. uh, Steve Christiansen, Elaine Moore, Phil Lyman. And that is October 1st. Um, so you're going to want to go there, City, uh, Cedar City's Veterans Memorial Park. Okay, starts at 9:30. That's on October 1st, and uh, and then Ben Carson, Weber County GOP is um, is uh, having Dr. Ben Carson come. On October 22nd um, that's the night I speak at the Salt Palace (laughs) anyway uh, we're speaking at the same time Uh, so he speaks at seven o'clock and uh, that is at the event center there Weber State University and I'll be speaking at the Salt Palace October 22nd and that's at 7 p.m. with Tim Ballard and Joel Skousen and Eric Moutsos and um, Rod Meldrum and all kinds of fabulous speakers so that's October 22nd up north Um, and I hope you're, I hope you go and go get tickets. Visit saltlake.com has a link. Bookofmormonevidence.org has a link. Grab your tickets, please, right now before they sell out. And I would hope to see you up there because it's going to be a super event on October 22nd. Um, but this September 24th is also equally going to be wonderful down here. And that's at desert Hills high school at six, six thirty, 30. And, uh, this will be a good event. So like all kinds of like-minded people understanding what the problem that we have right now and what we're up against with election integrity, we have a huge problem here in this County. Big, massive problem. That's not getting talked about in the press. Okay. So we, we please show up on the 24th. Um, now on saturday uh next saturday so the 24th in two weeks but next saturday on the 17th is constitution day party uh, at the park at snow park and that starts at 10 30 in the morning and uh that is uh, gonna be a lot of fun bounce houses and food and all kinds of things and let's have a big showing for constitution day shall we that'll be that'll be really an, a fun event okay that's on the 17th um of course you can call up. I'll take your calls. I, You know, you can, we can talk about what 9-11, when did you, when did you realize something wasn't right? Was it right away? For some people, I applaud them. They it, From day from the second it came out, they were like, no, this is, there's something very strange because they were already telling you, even on the Today Show, that Osama bin Laden was the guy. <laughs> it was, um, hmm, and passports magically falling to the ground untouched while the whole plane incinerates. Uh, you know, just to show you who the bad guys are, the, the stuff doesn't shake out, right? It's too implausible. And so I, I applaud those that figured it out right away. I didn't. I wasn't in this. I, I didn't understand where, our, what, how to the depth that our government would go. But you know what? They've, they've planned things before. They've done things before. And innocent lives didn't matter if they got what they wanted. I don't know how anyone couldn't know that now. Hi, caller, welcome to the show. Go right ahead.: Caller, you're okay. live. Hi, go right ahead. Are you there? Caller, go right ahead. You're live.:
2: Hi, Kate. Sorry Hi. about that. No, that's okay. Hey, Maybe. Go I ahead. got a picture of my I got a picture in my head. Yeah. Of the Spiderman at 9 at the Twin Towers. Uh-huh. He's got this big bushy uh Walrus mustache uh-huh. and he's covered in this really mm. super fine dust. Right. Now, would a would a directed energy weapon produce that dust? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was strange.
0: That really I mean,
2: was. Building seven didn't get touched and it came down.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's hey, just Kate, too many things. Yeah.
2: The next time you talk to Susan, mm hmm, what happened to all the pennies and nickels?
0: Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Eight,
2: copper, copper for wiring.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Nickel for batteries. Come to the government functionaries' discount commodity market.
0: Interesting. Okay, I will pass it along. Thank you. I uh, appreciate that. Yeah, interesting. Um, the PNAC, uh that I was talking about in the last segment was uh, the director of that was uh, John Bolton and uh, Richard Pearl. Uh, There were so many people, Um, signatories to the statements of principles in calling for a new Pearl Harbor for their new military outlook for the next 20 to 30 years, starting in 2000, Uh, Steve Forbes, um, oh my gosh, so many, Elliot Cohen, Dick Cheney, of course, Uh, Jeb Bush, Donald Kagan, Scooter Libby, Stephen Rosen. Donald Rumsfeld, of course. Paul Wolfowitz, always involved in everything, Paul Wolfowitz. Um, And uh, there were, you know, obviously key people. He was one of them. And uh, Dick Cheney and and, uh, Donald Rumsfeld, very, very key to that document that came out. William Crystal uh, was, and Robert Kagan were the founders of the project of uh, the New American Century. You know, to write a document like that and project what you want for the next 30 years without a a real authentic threat, (laughs) um, why would you do that without a real authentic? So they they write this out, and it's all their ideas of what they're going to do, regardless whether there's a threat or not. This is where we're going to go. This is where we're going to go to war. We need these countries, and this is what we're going to do. It was already decided upon. Iraq was already decided upon. But we were in such an emotional fervor about it that we couldn't, you know, you, when, you're, when your people are killed and you see that and you see the horror of that and so many um, kids without their parents, with uh, th- over 3,000 dead, you're going to get emotional. Why wouldn't you? But we let that cloud the, the urge for revenge because the government directed our revenge the government told us how to feel about it and then and we already felt that way but the government told us how to feel about Iraq <laughs> at the time and so they wanted what they wanted and it was clearly decided upon and we were that emotional it's interesting you know with the queen dying how how people are so involved emotionally into this have you have you seen that the the left has this outrage they're this is uneducated wild dog pack mentality outrage you know red meat outrage they don't even know why they're mad <laughs> they're just they're just crucifying her and i don't believe i don't believe in that because she just is who she is the queen was who she was and she lived the life that she that her family gave her and she showed up at events and cut ribbons and planned parties and was the face of britain okay I'm ambivalent toward that because, so okay, I'm sure her family will grieve her, the grandmother that they had, and um, it doesn't touch my life. And I'm not quite sure why we have built these people up into hero status for those reasons. But as a monarch, shouldn't even exist. But look at how people are, are sort of, they got, their, they got their emotions on and they're telling people how to react to this. <laughs> what is appropriate? you are not allowed to speak of her in any negative way now that she has passed. What you can't tell the truth. <laughs> why not? Um, so, but, but I don't believe in the rage that the left is doing because it's, they can't even identify why they're doing it. Now we had this sort of rage after nine 11 and we were angry for a reason, but we were angry at the wrong source and we didn't care. That was our problem we didn't care we just wanted somebody to pay and i guess that's why i hope we never do that again because if we do that again (laughs) if we keep on doing this because the media feeds us and tells us and shows us what to do and what not to do we have a huge huge problem hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead
2: Hello. Hi. Go, go, yeah. um, I've got three topics. Okay, the you have you queen, have one
0: minute. <laughs> Can you keep it short? Okay. Okay. I'll keep it to
2: the queen right now. Okay. Uh, the answer, the uh, the uh, royal worship has to do with the fact that she belongs to a group of people that were called the Gideons in the Bible. Ah. And mm-hmm. they uh, shang, They sort of. Uh, became the elites of the tribes of Israel, and uh, betrayed them yeah. to uh, governments outside of themselves after they gave, uh, gave the uh, mm-hmm. Middle East to Israel yeah is basically what yeah happened. you're right anyway, you're exactly right. Uh, and uh, the uh, the true kings of England are actually the descendants of David. Mm-hmm. And the uh, descendants of the Gibeons and the descendants of David have been fighting over the crown of England for ages.
0: Mm, yeah, yeah, I'm with anyway, you.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll call back for the okay. rest of stuff. You got it. You got still it. Still got time after the break. Thank
0: you. You bet. You got it. Um, yeah, great call. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree. Um, it's a it's a peculiar. Situation to have a monarch still being hero worshipped when in a time when we we clearly shouldn't be. But as far as just the queen goes, I'm you know it's what it is. I don't. I'm not in an angry rage. I it's just it is what it is, and and people are are are. I don't know what it is. We identify. We try to identify and and put ourselves in a situation where we think we closely know these people. I don't know. I don't know what the, but I got a lot of people that are shaming everybody on Facebook. You will respect her. She lived a fantastic life. Well, you know what? (laughs) There's a lot more to the story of the Royals uh, than just leaving it with that kind of statement. Good grief. But I love how people do that, though. Anyways, be right back. Kate Daly Show.
1: Talk lines are open now. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams Bed Sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you, they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own.
0: I do not like my sheets. I love my Giza Dream sheets.
1: I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my Bogo Extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets: buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com, use your promo code to get my buy one get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products.
0: Have you purchased your coin yet? please do so. Go to katedallyradio.com and get your collector's coin, the Kate Dally show silver coin. It's going to f- put a few bucks back in your pocket cuz you're investing in in silver. And I like that and it's only going to go up from here. So make that investment into Truth and Radio. Know that you did something for truth. You did something for freedom of speech. You supported those that are trying to tell the truth. It's such an important message right now, you guys. I can't even tell you. I've been doing this a decade and we took the show on our own about 5 years ago. But, but in order to keep going, we're going to need your support. And this show has to be run by the people. It has to be. We don't, we're, not, we're not owned by a corporation. And so we don't have that backup resource. Um, and this is why it's such a word-of-mouth show. And we don't do any advertising. Uh, but we've grown immensely this year. But we need your help. Please go and purchase a, a collector's coin for 99 bucks right now, where most of that goes to the show. And puts a little money back in your pocket. Go to katedalyradio.com. Thanks so much for helping us.
1: Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Mama said, wild man, won't you listen? And come take a seat right here in the kitchen. You got a wild heart, you got a sweet soul. Gonna need them both, baby, down the road. Now I need you to listen She said Ooh Baby it's a wild world And I hope you Find yourself a good girl Life is short someday
0: Another Kip Moore song. Uh, before I played uh, Kip Moore, um, my baby's gone. And this one is a wild world. So Kip Moore. Anyway, welcome back. Uh, he's got a great voice. Kate Daly's show at your service. So <laughs> I hope you're all doing well. Uh, today, Rebecca Roth will join me. And it'll be a stellar two hours because uh, she has so much evidence. And she is receiving stuff from eyewitnesses from it's still all the time. Pilots, architects, they all get a hold of Rebecca. And she wrote the books in um in a fictional way, uh, <laughs> because it was really the only way to get out the information. And uh nowadays you kind of have to do that with the truth. She wrote it in a in a book of uh in a fictional series, and there's five books to it methodical illusion, methodical deception, methodical conclusion, methodical exposure, and methodical agenda. Um, fantastic books and there's just some interesting information like uh, are some of the pilots still alive why were all the pilots switched out the day um, before the night before all the pilots were switched out for military pilots that's strange so uh, a lot to a lot to talk about today Uh, all right I'll take a phone call hi caller welcome to the show go right ahead
2: Hello, Kate. Hi there. You know, when you talk about, you know, why do we still romance the king and queen of England mm-hmm. and everything in the United States still, it goes back to what you were talking about with Disney the other day. Yes. Uh-huh. Most Disney movies, yeah, that they, they romance that whole uh, king and queen of England, you know, storyline. Yeah. It's reinforced in childhood deeply. That's why it's still a part of American culture and mm-hmm. goes back to the Whole nature of the Disney situation that we were talking, you were talking about that day.
0: Right, you're right. And you you brought up earth. some movies you were going to add to the conversation. I was trying to get through a lot of information that day, but add the movies that you were talking about on
2: Facebook. Well, that was Escape from mm-hmm. Witch Mountain, which actually is a three part. There's Escape from mm-hmm. Witch Mountain, Return to Witch Mountain, then um, there was another one done called Race to Witch Mountain right. that was done like in 2006. You're right. And these movies they first came out in the er- I think it was 74, seventy four, mm-hmm. seventy might have been seventy six, yeah. seventy seven, and these were some of the first movies that actually showed aliens because there was two children mm-hmm. that had magical powers and then ended up being that they were aliens, but they looked completely human and were completely, They didn't have any outward view to, that you would right. say those are aliens. They right. looked just like you and me. Right, you're right. And that was that was the first movie that actually would portray in aliens in a kind of beneficial good way these they weren't here to take over the world they weren't some monster that was going to eat your brain (laughs) these were just like normal people like you and i that just had an ability Mm -hmm. far and above ours so true and it began at that point in time then all of a sudden you see more and more shows that bring out the whole alien kind of as almost a religion aspect that people think nowadays they'll believe in aliens before they would ever believe in God. Yet there's no evidence of it other than some, you know, uh, something Mm -hmm. by the, the, what is it, the Navy put out and some other things. But it's all... It's incidental. And yet I have a book that shows this is evidence of God. Right. I have, yeah. you know, a yeah. personal feeling inside of my heart. Right. And it's <laughs> right. out there. I mean, look at our world that we live in. It was created by something that had to be a little bit bigger. But, see, people want to go to something that's got to be newer and mm-hmm. different and, and feels better than right. that. Right. right. And that's where... Disney started that movement. He, they also, they were uh, in influential with E.T., mm-hmm. uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, yeah. Yeah. and um, oh, what was the, there was another one, Starman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and these the movies. movies that then portrayed these aliens as being beneficial, good, oh, we can't wait for them to come because they'll change the world into a better place
0: so true. It's so true. You know, it's funny because I was having a conversation with a friend of mine last night and, and this is the deal. I was thinking about climate change and, and when you really kind of peel back the layers, it's along the same lines as you're talking about in the, in the way that Why climate change? Why'd they pick that lie? Why, why, why develop that over the last um, 60, 70 years and tell us we're all going to die and that you have to kind of worship mother earth. It's because that's all Satan has. Satan has, Satan always tries to duplicate God, right? And try to have his power. His only power is of this, of this earth. And so he can say, worship me by worshiping the earth. And there's a lot of people out there that will do it and forget about God. They'll just worship mother earth and then mother earth becomes their God.
2: Plus, it puts man on a realm that man mm-hmm. can destroy God's right. creation. Right. right. Rather than the fact that God's creation is... Renewable and amazing. It. You yeah. cannot do anything to it. You're right. You're absolutely um, right. We, we we Men can destroy men's creations, but mm-hmm. only God control can destroy God's creation. So true. And if we put ourselves in that other realm that we can destroy God's creation, then there is no God. Yeah. And then the... Other things Satan likes to, to make everybody believe is that there's no Satan. Right. So if right. there's no God, then there's no Satan. So and that's the greatest lie he could ever tell is that he doesn't exist.
0: That is so true. And we naively don't think that government. Um, can uh, do that bidding because d- government's only gone in one direction. Right. And uh, in through the through the centuries, they only have one direction to go. And that is to become more tyrannical. And it's so interesting to me that people think that the government's bad, but it wouldn't be that bad. Um, do you say that about Satan, too? Satan's bad, but he's not that bad. I don't think I ever hear people say that. But we must think that if we don't think that what what the government's ambitions to do to the people and control the people um, are are just okay but not that bad. They would never be that evil. Yeah, they would. They've been evil before. I don't understand why people don't think that now. Do you?
2: Yeah. I. I it goes back to the idea that there's got to be a system better than the system we currently have. Right. But the reality is a constitutional government is the best form of government ever created on this earth. Yeah. There's been no other system that has ever worked as well as a constitutional government. You're right. But we got people who want to believe there's got to be a better way and if I hand off power to those intellectuals, mm-hmm. they will run the system better than than we can. Yeah. Where You know, it's like if you take a jar of pennies Mm -hmm. and you say how many pennies are in that jar, you could ask a whole bunch of intellectuals and they will all have it wrong. But if you ask the whole general population and get the average of that, that's the closest number you're going to get to. Right. We as a collective people are smarter than any one individual ever be.
0: Absolutely, And
2: and that's when we hand off our power to individuals, we're handing off our power to a, a mortal, weak individual rather than us collectively holding it, which is where the most power is.
0: Yes, and we're so entrenched into the occult and don't even realize how much so. And the thing is, is what is it about? Worship yourself and your power and what you can attain and God isn't in the picture. And then worship Mother Earth. I mean, everything is about... Uh, not God. We'll just say it's not about God. It's about everything else that you could that you could uh, try to get people to believe in in the way that we are all powerful without any without needing anybody else you know the women's lib movement was all about women not needing men men are trash so they started the men men are pigs uh project back about 40 years ago 50 years ago and uh really started trashing men and that's the whole women thing too i can i'm i'm myself i don't need to be worried about somebody else in my life or even think somebody else is is wonderful especially a man it's all about me everything is selfish everything is self everything is like uh, away from God it's so amazing when you really look at the big picture of all these things that we've been indoctrinated with over the last 100 years at least but the monarchy was another one where it was these people are the people that we look to to get advice and guidance that's not it shouldn't be there and they knew they were an illusion and they strove to keep that going because they didn't want to lose their wealth and their power so, yes, everything's a mess. I,
2: another thing that's changed is that there's a victim mentality nowadays that everybody mm-hmm. wants to find a label that they can use as an excuse as a victim right. to show to give an excuse of why they came up short on something or why they're not able to acquire or be something mm-hmm. in right. the past. That was that was a different story. You were never a victim. You had a world of opportunity and you were. We're expected as a responsibility to go out there and exercise your will to use to excel yourself instead of becoming a victim by Mm -hmm. using your will to say, I'm a victim. You used your will to overcome and it was your responsibility. Nowadays, everybody shirks their responsibility because I'm a victim and that's why I'm entitlement Mm -hmm. of something is because I'm a victim of something rather than saying I earned this and I have this because I earned it. That's why we're getting away from this whole idea of ownership mm-hmm. because ownership shows that you you took something from somebody is what right. they're saying today. right You own that because you stole it from the back of a worker or an yeah. individual or, you're or greedy took advantage of the system <laughs> rather or, than you did it from your own right. effort and right work
0: and that makes you a greedy capitalist, of- right?
2: Yeah. In the past, that was revered <laughs> but, effort mm-hmm. and work like that were the things that Amen. were revered in society. And yeah. today they're looked down upon.
0: Amen, brother. Love your phone call. Thank you. Thank you for that. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Kate. Have a good day. Now. Thank you. You too. Uh, so true. It's so true. All the messaging uh, that a lot of people get caught up in is how to how to how to do everything without God. That's basically how Satan works. And he's very good at it we've had a hundred years of, of the, of the occult. And look, I say this again, because I really mean this. I know a lot of you will probably still go to Disneyland. I might even still go to Disneyland because there's parts of it that I love. Um, and we, we enjoy our, we enjoy certain things because they have certain memories associated with them that are good. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not trying to, you know, I'm <laughs> bringing a tornado into your live that you know come in and be the the wet blanket but uh but if we don't realize we're in it it's hard to teach our kids about it it's hard to tell them to be aware of certain things um that they might get into or do and not realize that it's it's an incremental occultism of the last 100 years in our media everything's been about witchcraft everything has been about kind of upholding things that are just don't need to be in our environment and we get used to them. And so the only reason I'm bringing it up is, is look, you, you, people will do what people do. And I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think it's even hypocritical. I think it's, it's an understanding that there's the good and the bad and that we at least have the eyes to see the bad. Because <laughs> a lot of people don't see that. They don't want to see, they don't want to know about Disney, about who he really was. Because it breaks the myth. You want to feel happy when you go to Disneyland, right? And then if you know too much, it's really hard to do that. All I'm saying is know it, make sure your, make sure your kids are aware of it. Make sure your grandkids kind of understand how Satan works because it's, it's really, it's really the job of Satan to come in and try to take you away from God as much as possible. If we have six and 10 Americans now, as I said on the, I think it was Wednesday show, if we have six and 10 Americans now dabbling in the occult and don't even realize it, and are getting into the whole, you know, I'm all powerful. I don't need God. I have power. I can make things happen. I don't, you know, in the way magical thinking kind of thing, then we have a problem if that many Americans are doing that now and it's incremental and it's been coming at us for, you know, a hundred years and media has been a great force to do that and to try to kind of get us away from God. And so if we're, if our kids are armed with it, they can still find the little pieces of joy in that. I'm sure there are. I'm just being fair because I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, Hey, that that's my good memories too. And I'm not asking people, you know, to, to walk away from those. I'm just saying, if we're aware, then we have a better chance at, at dealing with it and not getting swept up in it in the future. Because a lot of kids are leaving religion and they're, they're, they're going into this mass sort of, you know, Um, I, the, these it's beyond self-help. It's, it's more of a kind of indoctrination that, that it's godless. And I hate to see that with our youth. They need God more than ever. ever. They need to be able to hear his voice more than ever. So we've got to make sure that they understand, I think. Um, all right on to the next hour at two hours and you're gonna you're gonna love this because Rebecca is so knowledgeable that all I'm gonna do is sit back and listen to her because she's talk about an aficionado on 9-11 she knows every single piece of evidence every in every out every person involved you name it this is her been her last decade of her life so we're gonna talk with author Rebecca Roth methodical illusion and uh, share her podcast so people can understand the truth too. Be right back